Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here to discuss some wrestling news. As somebody whips their dick out. <laughs> I was fixing my book bag. And speaking of Tope, I've, uh, since the bet we made, I've, uh, I've upped my game, and there's currently three prospects, so... Okay! Better get on it! <laughs> So hold on, let's let's do things right before before we jump into the meat potatoes of well life, not really the podcast. Uh, first of all, not in Nashville, Tennessee, Michael Whitten. Yeah, hey, I'm actually in Miami. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yeah, but it's only for tonight and tomorrow night. I know tomorrow night nah. we hockey and stuff. Yeah, it's fine. I pretty much figured that you're going to be in Miami like every other weekend, but I'm still never going to see you for like 15 years. As I said, he's in he's in Miami more than you. Yeah, yeah. In Chicago, Illinois, Rich. You guys, everything is wrestling. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that probably later. Uh, you heard him already. He's been chatting up a storm. The real Augie is here. Yeah, I don't even want to do, like, any opening thoughts, because, like, they're not going to be as good as Spencer's, Augie. Hey, just man. come up with one you can say right now. Yeah, just be yourself. Hey, guys, I just jumped out of a trash can, and now I smell like roses. I don't fuck it. I sound like Bill... <laughs> I, sound, I sound like fucking... Uh, what's this called? Uh, Cousin Sal doing Bill Simmons. You sound like Cousin hey, guys, Sal here. Uh, doing the voice if, like, Bill Simmons and Eric Cartman had a child. Yeah. <laughs> this is legitimately the second time in my life I've at like one of us has asked you to basically play yourself in something and you failed miserably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Apparently, I can't do I can't do me. I I Rich once had a movie where he wanted you to basically play yourself, and I read you better and got the part. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? I I got the gig. I mean, I, he didn't pay me a shit, but this is a student film. <laughs> ah, ah, maybe I'm not as dumb as you think. <laughs> I smoke in the apartment. That was a positive. <laughs> uh, okay. And I got free pizza for the day. It was great. I fucking love that uh, scene. It was a good scene. Uh, and finally, in New York is Tokyo. <laughs> to be fair, it is probably really hard to do an impression of yourself. Unless you're like Christopher Walken. Then it's pretty easy. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, the thing that Augie was just referring to. Do you guys want to like lay out the like the full blown parameters of the bet on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever. None of them listen to this. After you, Augie. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, fuck it. Um, so me and Tope have a number of uh, the amount of notches that are on our belt. Um, well, more so Tope and I have a ballpark figure because I need to sit down and really, I don't know, rack my brain about the number. Um, Tope, what was your number at again? 
I need to figure out the last two weeks and I get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you both oh two sex oh. abacuses. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I am the sex advocate. Sex advocate, ska band. So, yeah, so me and Tope have a certain number of notches on our belt. We're both racing the 30. And um, the, the winner on their way to 30, well, both of us have agreed we need to record some sort of porn um, uh, featuring what? ourselves. No? Did you not agree? Oh no! Oh oh! Sorry. Go 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 go. Yeah. Yes yes yes. On, on the on the on our on our travels and on our on our uh, conquest of thirty, we have to record some sort of porn or something like that featuring ourselves and you know our I wouldn't say significant other, just other, and um. <laughs> the meaning thing. <laughs> Whatever. It's true. Anyways. Augie, Augie, yeah. a gimmick at least. <laughs> Mine's 100% you can't, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to record ourselves, and the loser has to reenact the other person's porn video. And I think Tope's got a pretty good lead on me, and I think he just made that lead even further. Although, Tope, like I said, I have three prospects that I'm working on, so. <laughs> damn, dude, you might have just covered that. My three prospects that I've been working on, you might have just done in the past week. That's my friend, and I named it. It's called Pippinin, or to Pippin. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, and any of you critics okay. out there saying we don't have any class, <laughs> wait till you see this fuck tape. <laughs> Seriously. Well, if if China's all... porn got that many views, ours are going to fucking blow it out the water. Se we are all monsters. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you two yeah, for I, doing I, I, this. So... The three of us for encouraging it. I bestow upon the title I was given in college a disgusting monster to both of you in totally different contexts. I was given that because I was like drinking gravy and shit. But <laughs> you guys are bringing it to a whole new level, and I love it. Also, I cannot wait to see, like, because again, the other person has to replicate. So y'all can go fucking crazy stupid with whatever. It's like, do you want to have her wear, like, a Ronald Reagan mask the entire time? <laughs> cool, whatever. Replicate. That's the other. That's the other caveat of this too. Uh, Tope is that you got to find somebody who, you know, is uh, gonna put on a pretty good show for the tape. Oh, where will I find that in New York? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two doors down. Uh, I don't know. If, I'm sorry. What? That's the two doors down is nice. I'm sorry. That's RJ. <laughs> 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 All right. So what we're gonna Monsters. do today? Uh, beyond beyond rid ourselves of female fans in general. It was nice having you uh, listen heels and heels, but seriously, we love women. Um, is we're going to discuss news. Uh, some more recent news. Got to catch Augie up on a couple things. Uh, a couple big things, actually, that he probably has no idea about. Nope. But first, something we also have to catch Augie up on and get set up for the month of June is the Podswoggle title on Twitch. Augie is still... Your reigning, defending, Swoggle Squad champion. Uh, so, Augie, that's four more powers you get to use for uh, the next, uh, well, last week's episode we already recorded. So you have four powers to use between this week's episode, and then we're also going to record two episodes two weeks from now. So you have three podcasts to use four powers. Okay. Um, so, so you know. 
this month, it's June, so it's Money in the Bank. Uh, here's how Money in the Bank is going to work. We just had a, a discussion about this, about how we're going to make Money in the Bank work, and the game sucks in that regard, so here's what we're doing. Uh, your current Swaggle Squad champion, or Pod Swaggle champion, is still Jason Voorhees. He's going to be defending that in a four-way ladder match on the game, because that's the, the largest amount uh, of a ladder match you can have for the titles actually hanging above the ring for a title. We're going to have three Money in the Bank qualifiers to get into that match, and then it'll be a four-way to determine who the champion is. So total overall, I'm going to flip, randomize everything up. Uh, Augie is going to get to pick five people to be a part of this whole process. Um, three of them have to be on the actual 2K roster, Augie, and two of them can be anything you want. Tope, winning uh, Extreme Rules Pick'ems, gets four. So two roster members and two anybody he wants. And then uh, Rich, Wind, and myself each get three people total. So basically one per match. Two from the main roster and one anything. And uh, we'll mix it up and we'll see what happens. I know, Augie, you have a lot to choose here. Yeah, I, I zero prep as always. Not a problem. So let me get this written down. All right. So, so I need uh, I, I need two roster people and three whoever I want. Yeah. Nope, exact opposite. All right. All right. Three well. roster people and so we'll two start, whoever I want. We'll start with roster. Augie, somebody who's on the two K roster. You want in the in this process? You know what? I'm gonna be a dick. Sorry, Tope. Is Edge on the roster? Yes, he is. <laughs> you. <laughs> You motherfucker. Fuck. You know, because he's also not just great in ladder matches. <laughs> the mind games are in full effect. Foggy <laughs> oh, really likes this whole, like, having power and responsibility <laughs> thing. Yeah, alright, that's your first power you just use, Zoggy. <laughs> alright, Tope. Oh, Tope's gonna find five women tonight. <laughs> 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 well, my first was going to be Edge. Of course. Why, why wouldn't it have been? Christian's still available, man. Christian. That's cool. That's great for him. <laughs> I don't want a burrito. I want a wrestler. Mullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm taking that as, like, so, uh... uh Ah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Give me fucking Shawn Michaels. You motherfucker! Man, why did I put myself last on this list? I'm having nobody left at this point. Damn it! Um, is Scott Hall or Razor Ramon on the roster? Scott Hall is. I'll take Scott Hall. Scott Hall, wonderful. He actually ranked really well because it's uh, outsider Scott Hall. Uh, Witten. Is Jeff Hardy on the roster? He is not. Fuck it. Is Daniel Bryan on there? Yes, he is. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Perfect. I'm trying to counteract Augie. Normally, Augie loses when this guy's available. So, you know what? Fuck it. I believe in these things. Where's Bulldog? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Augie, another roster person. Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. Very good. Topai? Yeah, fuck, I'll take Christian. <laughs> uh, Rich. Um, is the inventor of the Money in the Bank ladder match in the on the roster? Yes, he is. I'll go Chris Jericho. No, I'll go Brian Gortz, please. 
Uh, do you want the highest rated version? Because, again, so for Jericho, there's going to be multiple versions of him. Yeah, whatever's the best. Okay, same thing with uh, HBK Tope, whoever is the highest rated HBK. Yeah. And I think there's two Daniel Bryans, Witten, same thing, right? Highest rated, yeah. Uh, Witten. You know what? Let's put him on there. Let's give him a taste of what he can do in ladder matches. Let's put Cesaro on there. Cesaro, very good. Uh, I was going to be a dick and pick Farouk, but no, nah, I'd actually just like to see this guy wrestle more than like two minutes like we saw in March of this year. And also because uh, the way Augie doesn't get to pick him, I'll take Kevin Owens. Uh, all right, so that's everyone's two from the roster. Augie, you get one more on the main roster. When did the game come out? October. Uh, so Shane McMahon's not on there, is he? He is. Yeah, he is. Oh, I'm the Shane McMahon. Yeah, and he's younger and uh, not have gray in his hair. Not as good as shoes, though. All right, so all right, so everyone's roster is done. So now anybody you want. Tope, anybody you want, as long as I can find him. So this is a weird one. Um, I want to whip my hair back and forth because I want Willow Smith. But I want Will Smith dressed in a willow mask, if possible. <laughs> so, so you want me to put face paint and dreads on Will Smith? Yes. And if that's so hard, I want just willow. I already have willow, just in case. <laughs> I knew yep. it was coming. So Will, parentheses, O, Smith. No, just Willow Smith. That's his daughter's name. She's a girl, so I won't be able to put her against guys. Oh, no, no. Yeah, but no. But you can just call her Will- Willow Smith. It's as if Jeff Hardy was adopted. Let me have this. <laughs> Fine. It'll be done. <laughs> It'll be done, Tope. It'll be done. <laughs> Rich, one anybody you want. One of anybody I want. Well, as long as I can find him. Of course. Of course. Um, Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback to like Podswoggle 3 I think uh, just in case I can't find Bobby Bonilla Rich sure 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 do you just want like any Florida Marlin <laughs> um do Dontro Willis yo <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah Dontro Willis <laughs> Or <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. Fuck it. We're Michael Jordan. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really hope Bobby Bonilla is on there. Is it okay if like if there's like a Barry Bonds? Can I just like change his name and put him in a different gear? No. Like, okay. Just making sure. You know, God no. They both have big ass heads. <laughs> Yo, Bobby Bonilla had a big ass head first. He's the original big ass head. Don't you the forget it. <laughs> Fucking Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> Win. Oh goodness. So, jeez. So, oh, so I'm gonna try to keep it hot, keep it going. Uh, you know what, guys? I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I do a lot of things for my wife. I hold her hand. I pull the chair out for her. But the one thing she loves that I do is when I hold the door for her. 
So that's why I am going from Game of Thrones, Hodor. Oh, I'm sure there's a Hodor. Also, did you mean chivalrous? Yeah, you said chauvinist. <laughs> like literally the exact opposite. No, I no, I said no, I said she loves my chivalry. No, you said chauvinist. You did. Yeah. I, Freudian slipmatch. No, I'm pretty sure I said chivalry. All right, so when, you, when I know you said chauvinist, I'll play it eight times right now. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. I like to think of myself as a very chauvinistic person. <laughs> per customary, your your second, uh, your original, uh, original. Yeah, check the yeah. tape, goof. Check the tape, goof. Um, all right, for mine. Oh man, I got four weird ass names in front of me. Also, don't sleep uh, on Hodor. That's secretly a fucking great pick. It is. It very much is, and I don't even know what I don't even know what really is about, except what everyone keeps talking about. Oh. Um, man, no, I gotta save him for another time. Save him for something better. All right. Uh, thinking ladder matches. Got to think speed. Got to think agility. Got to think, uh, you know, around a weird environment. I tried this with Luigi way back when during the TLC one. So I'm gonna go uh, instead of Nintendo. Let's go Sega. I'm going Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So, so grab that ring, gonna grab that brass ring. Am I right? Am I right? Wrong. You know, <laughs> wrong. Augie, you get two of these. So pick one. Uh, um, I want a firefighter because they have experience with ladders. So I'm like, <laughs> oh my so, god. So. Uh, keeping with the Ace Ventura theme, see if you can find like a fire marshal bill. Fire, if I can't just if I can find just like a firefighter, that's okay. That's fine. Just a nondescript firefighter. <laughs> yep. All right, cool. I just wrote fire down. Perfect. Uh, Tope, your second. Any? Um, it's about Augie's a champion. It's about coming after the champion. It's about making the champion scared for his fucking life. I want the original gangster New Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fucking asshole. <laughs> New Jack versus Jason Voorhees could main event anywhere right now. <laughs> Who's going to you? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> justifiable homicides. That's the difference. Most of them are justifiable homicides. Augie, <laughs> your last one. Have you seen that giant alligator that they found on some golf course in Florida? Yeah, that that's pick? fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you put? Can you find him? Oh my god! <laughs> make me try to find a firefighter and an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll settle for SpongeBob. <laughs> okay, good. So, Gator <laughs> or SpongeBob? Perfect. <laughs> uh, if I find a Florida Gator, is that okay? Anybody but Chris Leak. So if I find like Tebow, do you want Tebow or do you want that? <laughs> that uh, ah man, um, <laughs> ah, fuck Tebow or SpongeBob. I mean, if you really want to counter New Jack, 
there's only one gator you can pick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what if the championship ended up being fucking Jason Voorhees, New Jack, Aaron Hernandez, <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. I'm sure it's a the bitch or something, at least. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whatever. SpongeBob, uh, fuck it. Okay. Alrighty. End of the podcast. I'll have the three weirdest ladder matches ever set up. <laughs> Alright. That being said, who's playing, who's playing some, like, tone or tune in the background? Oh, that's in the other room. God, I'm on fire tonight. Hold on. There we go. It's every night. <laughs> so. We for Augie to return briefly. Oh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm here. You're, okay. I just, I just closed my door. It's time to catch Augie up since uh, two weeks ago. Uh, I have. I, I know some stuff because I follow them on Instagram, so I know some stuff. Okay. So, come July, what's nope. the. <laughs> uh, so, what is changing about the WWE come July? I have no idea. They'll no longer have TNA to compete with. <laughs> Fair guess, but no, we would. I I would have led with that. Uh, no, come July, SmackDown will be moving back to Tuesdays and will be live on USA. Uh, how long? Two hours. Okay. And because of that, there will be two distinct. And different rosters once again, so there will be a another brand extension. So uh, Raw will be its own show. SmackDown will be its own show with their own champions, their own well, their own people. We assume champions. We assume. Yes, there's a lot, uh, a lot going on. Uh, so a lot unsaid. All right, so Augie, so I wanted to get initial like kind of one word thoughts. Augie said sweet. Widen. Uh, questionable. Tope. Sucks. Rich. Skeptical. And mine is. Hmm. <laughs> if that counts. So we have a, so we have a wide array of opinions. So we'll start at the most positive, Augie. Um. Well, the reason why I said sweet is because I figured. Okay. Again, they're gonna need separate. Rosters, separate people, so that's going to give a lot more uh, opportunity for NXT. And we all know that NXT is going to, you know, that's a pretty damn good show. So I figured they get called up. We kind of have like a AFC NFC type of situation, maybe where the pay per views will be like the the Super Bowls, I guess, where that will be the only time that these you know people will interact. Hopefully, I know they're going to have like guests. You know, Cena will be on SmackDown sometimes, and and whoever the fuck's on SmackDown is going to be on Raw. Um, but every once in a blue moon. I hope they don't do it all the time because it would be kind of cool to do that because that's a reason to watch the pay-per-view. Because if you have a big name on, let's say Seth Rollins, let's say Seth Rollins gets put on SmackDown and you have Cena on fucking Raw, you're never going to see them wrestle each other. And then once in a blue moon, they'll wrestle each other because they're on different rosters. So I think it just it creates more buzz. I think that would be more positive instead of seeing Randy Orton and Christian fight seven times in one month. <laughs> All right. Very well said. That That is that is the exact 
opinion you should have if you think it's if you think it's a good idea and you're and you're right everyone's right in their answers by the way <laughs> like there's not, there's nobody that's wrong because a lot of us remember how this went uh so the most negative tope i just a brand split means that not there's nothing that's the most important and i think that's where it gets caught up where you had Edge versus Undertaker main event to WrestleMania, even though it probably shouldn't, because you wanted the babyface to close the show. And it's like, look how much one brand did for Seth Rollins, and honestly, Roman Reigns, because you had one money in the bank, so you could focus on him, and that champion has to win the championship, so you have to build him up. But, like, Jack Swagger's a champion, a world champion, because of the brand split. That's all I should have to say. Hey, you can <laughs> honestly. That's a good point. That's a good fucking. You can point. also argue that Daniel Bryan really got his shot because of the brand split as well. Yeah, and, I, and I, then, that's a great point. And then testing him out with the the world heavyweight championship as well. And Ed, Ed for that matter, so far. Yeah. And 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 Tobin, I, I yeah, you're kind of right as far as like there's not one that's more important, but. It's always going to be Raw, in my opinion, and I think everyone's opinion. Raw is always going to be the main show. Well, and 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 to that point, it always was because it was the only live show. SmackDown has always been taped, and it always had a, that stigma about it. So now that USA wants, you know, to put that time and wants to put that machine behind SmackDown too, they have a reason to make them yeah. But there have been live SmackDowns too, and I don't think it really. No, but those nobody are, gave that much of a shit. Those are just kind of one-offs. This is every single week. It is just like Raw, and that, but except it's one hour shorter. That's that's all it is. But um, at the at, at the end of the day, one of, if there's two champions, which if there's one champion, I'm fine with it. If there's two champions, one of them is going to have the main event, and that is going to be the most important champion, right? No, I, I agree with you, I, and I, I get that point. That was always an issue, and it was always a problem. They tried to do the one champion thing in the original extension, and it actually worked, like, kind of well, even though the champions were, like, Hulk Hogan and the fucking Undertaker. Actually, it was really just Taker. Yeah. Because Hogan never really showed up on fucking SmackDown. Um, I, I think the one champion <laughs> would be cool as shit, though. <laughs> Yeah, no, because then you kind of have because a lot a lot of the thoughts about what the show's going to be is Raw is still going to be like how Raw is, but if SmackDown is kind of geared more towards like kind of being an NXT with a budget type show, where you have Mauro Ranello calling you know matches like he's like prone to call with a younger, more indie centric card then it will be decidedly different, but it also will give, if there's one champion, two totally different experiences throughout the week where he can have a main program on, you know, at, at all times, which whatever show he's going with, but then always have something different and fresh going on on the other show as well. Um, who was... Uh, so somebody was questionable, somebody was skeptical. Um uh. Witten was questionable. Okay. Uh, 
questionable is more positive than skeptical. So go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine with the I'm good with the idea that they're SmackDowns becoming live. I mean that's that, that's great. Of course. Here's the two things that pop up in my mind. One, we just went through a rash of like bad injuries which knocked out a number of top stars. So now because they're all coming back, we're going to split this roster up. It's a, it's it, it's a little I think they could, probably could have waited, but they have nothing for the summer, so this is going to be the big summer boost for them. Right. Second, if you're going to split this roster, then that's great for people who haven't really been getting uh, an opportunity to really show people like what they can do. First name that pops off of my head is Apollo Crews. But now you're going to need people to fill those roster spots, and you mean you may reach... A, a little bit too much. I mean, I was just reading tonight a story about how they were want they're thinking about calling up American Alpha, and in which I'm like, no, they need to stay in NXT. In, in my opinion, they need to stay in NXT for the rest of the year. It's 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 a thing of you're going to call up too much people to fill these spots, and they're probably not going to be ready. It's a thing of just. Adding too much stuff in and di- and diluting the product. My one point on that will be not necessarily that people aren't ready because I would argue that American Alpha like is ready, but are do they have something ready for them to do? That's a good point as well. That that's what I would argue. If you ask Dave Meltzer, American Alpha's been ready since the moment they touched. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I can hear like other stories, but like he keeps like fucking pissing all over the new day, and not like they suck, but he's like just. Like, really on American Alpha, which I am, too. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just kind of funny. Uh, Rich. All right. Um, so I'm skeptical. <clears throat> I'm skeptical because when this happened last, it was originally to uh, create its own sort of um, uh, a competition uh, within mm-hmm. itself. Um, and, you know, whether or not that's the kind of motivating factors um for it this time around either way like it for this to work smackdown and raw they both need to be fucking hermetically sealed off from each other yes when the blue brand was the like there was a good stretch where smackdown was the better show i wasn't really watching but you can attest to that right yeah for about a solid like a year and a half yeah um, and it had its own autonomy to it, and it was allowed to operate on its own. It looked different. It felt different. It was different. And then weird backstage egos fucking got in the way and, like, halted it and and stopped it from, you know, really having growing into its own thing. And so to do this, because it's just, it's it's weird. For whatever reason, reports are, and stories are, Vince... God, it's the weirdest fucking thing, because it's yours, too! It's yours, too! <laughs> and if it, ah! But, like, when SmackDown was better than Raw, Vince was, like, taking it personally? And so there needs to be, like, a fucking court order <laughs> for these shows to be untouched from each other. Um, 
I don't care if there are multiple champions or not. Like, I don't care if there's like separate fucking pay per views. I don't. I don't really care, honestly. To make this fucking interesting for me, put them both on fucking Monday night. Give me Monday night, Ted. <laughs> wow, that's kind, of, that's kind of almost brilliant. Isn't it, though? Like, that would actually that would actually be competition. And then you're going to get the best product from both shows because... They're going to push each other. It started yeah. to happen a little bit when NXT really started to get momentum. And the main roster was looking at these fucking kids like, shit, we need to up our game. And it would fucking do it. It would fucking do it, man. I, there, it would never in a million years happen. Nope. But if you really want to commit to that, that's what you do. Um, and fucking funny, put one on the network. Right. But that also would like almost immediately skew. So like if you put NXT on Monday nights like on the network, it it it, it would it wouldn't get like the live audience that it does unless it was legitimately live. Um it'd be, it'd be an interesting test. Also could kind of show like the power of the network in terms of, you know, wherever TV negotiations go X amount of years away from that. It it'd be a good test to see. My thing is We've been down this road before, and everyone's points have been absolutely right, no matter how different they are. Augie say, you know, saying that it's you know fresh, unique matchups, and you know gives people opportunities. Tope talking about how it hurts, you know, people at some point or you know brands or titles at one point or another. Wins point about the injuries, which is you can argue kind of what happened to the brand extension to begin with. This talent pool got thin. Um, I, you, you can't help but not root for it because it should work. It it should work if if they are distinctly different. Then there's no reason why everyone can't have their cake and eat it. Vince McMahon can have his sports entertainment program that is bloated and talky and you know and and full of the stuff that he likes. Celebrity and no obsessed reason, and whatnot. Yes. Yeah, a mainstream thing. And there's no reason why the core demographic that refuses to go away can't have their tight, action-packed, smart wrestling program. And then when those two fuse in, you know, you know, every year for WrestleMania and the Rumble, and that's it, it feels cool and fresh and special. You don't have to work you don't you don't have to fucking cater to us on Raw, you can have, and eventually, I don't know if necessarily it will affect houses or it'll affect, but like eventually, like you won't have the issue, and this is, I think you could still have it, but you won't have as much of an issue if everyone knows that Raw is like the more kid-friendly entertainment show. Like, guess what? Hey, Roman Reigns will get cheered on that show because he's supposed to get cheered on that show because that's who all the, the people that will be at that show. Because. You know, odds are we will be more likely to go to the SmackDown show the next day in the same town than go to the Raw show. Ideally. Completely agree. Well, I was actually, when somebody was talking about that, about, like, the same night, I think when Rich mentioned it, or someone was talking about something, and I thought about that, I was like, man, why don't you keep Raw as PG and put the other one as fucking, you know, PWG? <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's and a lot of people is what they is what they think is going to happen. My biggest fear is the effect it has on NXT because you are going to still need people to like we saying to kind of round out these rosters to make them full. Yeah. So, you know, don't be surprised and we've already had a lot of call-ups. So, don't be surprised when, you know, in July you see Samoa Joe and Finn Balor get drafted, you know. Which there, a lot of them are ready anyway, and they've been holding off, I think, for this concept. But at the same time, how is that going to impact that show? And, and they're building up a pipeline of people outside, you know. Ultimately, I think it's fine, but something has to give, I think, in, in some in some sector. And if anything gets hurt by it, I think it will be NXT, because if SmackDown's a success in kind of the vein that we think it could be, you know, NXT is going to be the one that kind of is the, is the blood transfusion into that arm. Here's, uh, here's the thing about NXT. If it goes back to being a developmental territory where you have a lot of talent that, you know, is still raw and uncut and green, then it's just back to that. And um, I, I, th- I honestly think that a part of NXT the past couple years has been a test to see if you can do that type of show yeah. for SmackDown. Like, I was thinking about sure. that when it was announced. I was like, fuck. They, they're like, can we fill 10,000 seats in Brooklyn with this type of show? All yeah. right, cool, we can. Well, let's just, let's just do that. Um, it, it's, it's kind of fitting. And I know that it's being named this for other reasons kind of fitting that NXT's takeover special is called The End. People have been, like, rumored about, like, been, like, m- like muttering, apparently, like, the TakeOver Brooklyn tickets were no longer available on Ticketmaster and stuff like that. It, it could be, it, I think it's just more so like a coincidence and poetic, but could there be something there? Who knows? Here's, Rich, uh, but- one thing I am excited about is we get another draft, baby! Yeah! Yeah. Um, love, love a also, good old-fashioned, full-blown draft. Go ahead, Augie. Legit question. At any point, and I know it's hard because the the network doesn't necessarily have ratings, I guess, but at any point did NXT have more ratings slash viewers than SmackDown? I doubt. I mean, like, through the course of a week, you figure there's, what, one point? No, because you figure at the most there's, like, 1.8 million subscribers of the network or something ballpark around there. SmackDown's pulling in like 1.5s, 1.6s. Yeah, you would need every single subscriber yeah. to watch. Yeah, which is not the case. Um, but is NXT almost always like the most watched show every week on the network? Yes. So there's something to be said there. But if you take that concept and you put it on Nash and you put it on SmackDown on the USA Network Live two weeks, and you have most of those guys, but then you also have, you know. Cesaro and John Cena and fucking like you know three or four like names like they're gonna need for like the main event guys on that show mixed in with all those guys that's gonna attract people like there's there's no how way that it doesn't. How did WWE pull this off? Because I thought Smack uh, Raw wasn't doing that hot in ratings and USA wasn't happy about the three hours. And- no, USA is the one that insists on the three hours because of advertising. Oh. It, the three hours thing for Raw is USA. I'm sure if they, like I'm sure Vince doesn't mind it, but everybody else fucking hates it because it's hard to come up with 
a three-hour wrestling program every single week that keeps people engaged. Um, ratings, like, aren't what... Like, of course, they're always going to be important to them, but, like, you have to, like, look at the next days and DVR, and they openly put every single segment on YouTube so you can watch it for free, and they have hundreds of millions of YouTube hits and mm-hmm. followers. And Hulu, like, there's so many channels that ratings aren't the end-all, be-all anymore. Are they still important to them? Yes. Do they wish they were still cranking out threes and fours? Yeah. But you know what? Nobody's cranking out those numbers. They're still in the top fucking five of Nielsen every single week. You know, it's not... It's not the end of the world. That's a bygone era, and doggone it, we're in a new era. (laughs) Drink! (laughs) Um... There was something else I was going to mention about this. Yeah, Rich mentioned the draft. So I was kind of wanted to go by and see with everybody kind of... Because well, Widden already mentioned it. So who do you see benefiting the most and the least from this? Kind of explicitly. Uh, so Widden already mentioned somebody like an Apollo Crews. You know. Uh, anybody else kind of pop up or spring to mind from anybody? That they're like, okay, this is exactly what this this person needs. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, okay. Yeah. Kind of elaborate, Topai. Just be he's he's in the exact same spot that a Jeff Hardy was like in two thousand and eight, and Edge was like in two thousand and eight, a CM Punk was in two thousand and nine, Daniel Bryan in two thousand eleven. It just give him a chance. He's not he's never going to be the number one babyface. But he can be solid number two or solid number three, and he'd so you know divide the roster up, and it's it gives him a chance to go in and out of the main event. Also, well, he, has, okay. he has his own he has his own unique match type, which is already a proven success. So <laughs> I cannot wait until Shane McMahon's sons are in an Asylum, whatever it's fucking called, because it was a great match. <laughs> <laughs> Why Shane McMahon's sons? I was just trying to think of a wrestler who would be around like in like 30 years oh. when they're still doing that match. You almost always have like a funny thing to say, but your your message of that match was the fucking shit. So it just hit me so hard. I'm like, that's how bad that was. It was, <laughs> God, it was terrible. What are you saying? Um, the, who would be, so we, we, I mean, we pretty much know Cena's going to be the face of Raw. Who would be the face of Smack? Like, who's the number two baby well, face? There's, well, <laughs> yeah. who are we yeah. asking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's two prevailing theories right now. The Reigns anchors Raw, Cena anchors SmackDown theory. Because Cena has proven over the past couple years that he can go with these, these, that type of style. And, you know. Maybe, probably should be apart from Rain, so whenever you decide to pull the trigger on that, it sounds good. Or you put them both on Raw, and then Cena can go back to doing his secondary Intercontinental US title thing while Reigns is on top, and then you that would really create a differentiation between that, to, that show with those two and whatever SmackDown will be. I personally think that they should be apart. I I would agree as well. I think they should be apart because by putting that together, you're gonna automatically do that show a disservice, and that saying that the other show doesn't matter as much because those are obviously who they see as their top two guys. 
Yeah, I can also see the split really benefiting guys that are like been around for a while and it's just been too jumbled up and they've been lost in the mix. I'm talking like Cody Rhodes and Wade Barrett. Like, I really think this could really fucking work for them big time. Uh, I'm so glad you saw that I put that softball out there, and I knew you were going to be the one to make solid contact and crush it out into the... Which would be my uh, second question, Augie. Who joined Wade Barrett and Damian Sandow and some of those other people from no longer being a part of the WWE? I don't know. Well, you said Cody. Well, we we already knew Cody Rose, no? Well, no, not last time. So, yeah, so Cody Rhodes requested and received his release from the company. Where the fuck's he going to go? <laughs> the, <laughs> That's what everyone's asking. Oh, well, he, well, yeah, he's already got his first match booked. Oh, With? yeah. He, well, well, Augie, well I, I don't know if anybody's seen this. I've seen this. He wrote down like a, like a, a checklist, like a mm-hmm. wish list of things that he would do. And he's crossing one of those off right away. His first match after WWE is against Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> so that aside, I to make a noise or something. That aside, <laughs> that was a that was a nine month pregnant pause. Fuck. <laughs> uh, he does have kind of a killer list. Uh, laid out like pretty much that includes all the fucking indie jerkwads that are gonna make us fucking come in our ears uh like he wants to go to new japan he wants to do bola and all that shit so and he'll be great he'll be fucking great yeah there's a lot of like i've been i heard it on austin's podcast and a couple other places that people are like concerned like he's too wwe style and i'm like i'm not like like i think if fucking galloway can do it you know, I think yeah. Cody's a better fit in that vein in that he's a smaller guy that, you know, has kind of been held back and has put on solid matches. I think he's going to be fine. I, uh, he, I mean, is he, yeah, is he probably going to end up, like, doing, like, spots in TNA? No. You know, that, that would suck. But if he does, you know, kind of the indie tour and does New Japan, he, he, go go out there and get, this is him going to college. Go experience things. He's been WWE system for ten years. It only can be beneficial. Is Lucha Underground on his list? I don't think it was. No, no, it wasn't. Also, a, a PSA right now. Everyone, stop parodying that fucking list already. <laughs> <laughs> Although Barrett's was good because Barrett's just said Papa Shango and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett's was actually funny. Everyone else can already stop. I don't care what your list is, Andrew Everett. It it it, it was it was awesome. Um, him posting that. Uh, that kind of two-page reasoning as far as why he left. Yeah, he kind of uh, kind of had some things to say on the way out. Was uh, put some writers on blast for not listening to his ideas and you know his passion, which of course means that now he really can't work until August because they're going to hold him to his contract. But um, and his wife also left in in kind of solidarity slash. Oh, I was getting other offers. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, it's. Good for him. He wasn't doing anything. So, you know what? Uh, uh, poor timing. <laughs> and that he probably would have immediately been looked on to, to kind of step up as a veteran in that in the company and, and possibly have a bigger role. With or the not. Of monsters, but, huh? Or not. Or, or not. it just yeah. would have been more <laughs> yeah, of the same old, ten man. years of opportunities. Hey, look. Tyler Breeze... And Fandango are in a tag team right now against Goldust and R-Truth. 
and a solid like multi-month feud, they would probably at some point ask Cody Rhodes to get involved in something that means something. Right? Maybe. Fine. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, before we move on, another person that I am um, uh, hopeful for for the brand split would be uh, Neville when he comes back. Yeah. 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 Um, and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bray and... Yeah, I mean, again, he's probably going to be stuck on Raw, you know, the more, like, talky show. But, but I would like to see him, you know, in a different environment. Uh, there, there's a lot to be excited for. It's going to be something different again. And... You know, it's going to be fresh at first, and it's all on them to make sure it stays that way. And to not panic, it's a work in progress. Seal don't, it off. Seal it yeah, off. Don't do what they did last time. And give it five months and start flipping everybody back and forth and doing whatever. Make it, make it a long-term commitment. Hashtag give me Monday nights. <laughs> uh, which was said by Eric. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff from Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. Bischoff, who sounds Garrett Bischoff from Tope? Three facts about Tope. Go. Uh, Garrett oh, Bischoff thinks ginger ale is a nickname for his redheaded hooker. Goes to the tennis matches because he's a big fan of Maria Sharapova. <laughs> His favorite Disney movie is Sleepin' Beauty. <laughs> uh, Sleepin' Beauty. Let me use your power. Wait. Let me. <laughs> I'm use. I'm going to use superpower too. Topic, have three facts, three facts about Tope out of banjo? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, God, can't say that one. <laughs> you have my word of own air. We'll beep the whole thing. No, I am, uh, no, I really can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll man up to it later, I promise. Uh, I uh, took a 30-minute shit like a week ago, and I, I think I pulled my knee doing it. <laughs> uh, uh, I... I went to sleep after having sex once and forgot the condom was still on, and I didn't realize it was still on for like 13 hours later. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my underwear was still on. And <laughs> I'm really getting into uh, um, um, Grace with Apples. Like, oh, really man. into those. I have a Grace with Apple every day for lunch. They're really good. They're great, man. Oh, like, really delicious. 13 hours? Are, are yeah. you going to do like a... 
I just didn't. It was really skin tight, man. And it was I. Where was it? And I. It's when I went to sleep the next time around. Shut up, man. Just <laughs> <laughs> swimming in your own semen. You never know. Maria Sharapova. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I had it set aside when everything calmed down. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, anything else on the brand extension, the drafts, anything? I mean, we're going to be talking about it more as it gets closer and closer. I want to do something special for the draft. Of course, now, you know, ideally it would be like the raw drinking game, which I feel like in our old age has been permanently retired, but... We'll do like a simulcast, a simulcast raw drinking game or something. We'll figure something oh. out. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do something special for it. All right. So, uh, last thing on it. Barring the cha- so of course whoever the champion is at the time, you know, would be separate. And assuming that Cena would be the number one draft pick. So taking Reigns and Cena out of the equation, who would the second first overall pick have to be? So let's say Reigns is off the board. And Cena automatically goes number one to either Raw or SmackDown. Who has to be the second number one pick? Wait, Kayfabe or? Uh, yeah, like on, um, yes, Kayfabe. It'll be Seth Rollins, I think. Yeah. It has to be, right? Yeah. Like, they wouldn't do, like, they wouldn't pick, like, fucking Lesnar. Lesnar will have the bullshit Austin thing where he gets to choose in his contract what show to go to. Yeah. Probably, yeah, it would have to be Seth. I just wanted to see if anybody else had, like, any other arguments. Uh, um, if we're doing, like, the old draft rules, maybe you can just take the club. Ah, very true. The NWO was taken in the first draft together. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Which reminds me, Augie, uh, your next thing, uh, which kind of is this. Uh, so AJ Styles is a heel officially now. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, he's going to be feud with John Cena. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I'm like I've never been. I don't know. I, I don't. I, 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 am I missing something with AJ Styles? I've never yes. his <laughs> his matches. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you're missing his oh. matches, Augie. Those are those are pretty good. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Promo wise, you know, as uh, as a charismatic speaker. 100% agree with you. But yeah, no, he's been he's been he's been crushing it. <laughs> he uh, Okay, I I have been watching, but he has the wrong I, southern accent. Yes, He doesn't he doesn't have a Texan think. accent. He doesn't have like a Louisiana type accent. He's got a Georgia accent, which is not a great one. Yeah, that is that is exactly the best way to put it. Um, yeah, so last night Cena came back, cut a promo. Um, was wearing a- Ellen DeGeneres shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Say that one more time for me, Rich. Was wearing Ellen DeGeneres shorts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then AJ interrupted. No, or Ellen DeJorts. <laughs> I, I, was think of it. I, couldn't, I couldn't verbalize it with my fucking mush mouth um, I thought they were like trying to create that like Hogan rock Cena rock like look at the crowd moment and the crowd was legit just for it yeah 
which yeah, is really cool. Like, like the, the dueling chance for a couple minutes. It, recognize the severity of, of the moment. It was legit. Then, yeah, it was legit. Um, and then Gallows and Anderson came out, uh, threatened to beat them both up. Styles started attacking Cena. Kept attacking Cena, kept attacking Cena, kept attacking Cena, showed good fire. Uh, yeah, it was it was well done. It was really good. Every time he went back to fucking beat on Cena some more, I got a little more hype. Yeah. Because at a certain point, you stopped expecting him to go fucking back. Well, <laughs> he I'll... would. And I'm like, fuck yeah, rest of the show. Let's do this. Because <laughs> also at the same point, they had that horrible Reigns and Rollins segment earlier on in the show. Oh my god! Which was the exact antithesis. Hey, real real quick, I'm going to use one. I'm not going to use one Augie's powers, but very very quickly, Rich, could retrospective Rich explain to Augie the Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins segment last night? Yeah. Um. So last night. Um. Well, at this point, several nights ago, on Raw, Roman Reigns comes out uh, to address. The ambush by uh, Seth Rollins. Um, Roman Reigns says words. <laughs> Seth Rollins' music comes out, comes on. Rollins comes out with a microphone and doesn't say anything. Seth Rollins is about to go to the ring and doesn't. He's about to again and doesn't. <laughs> He's about to say something and doesn't. Goes to the back. Roman Reigns' music hits. Seth Rollins comes back out to attack and doesn't. End of segment. <laughs> what was Roman Reigns doing the whole time? Uh, he might as well have been making that confused AJ Styles face again. <laughs> Just standing there, as, as Jim Ross put on Twitter, what was stopping Roman Reigns from leaving the ring and going to get Seth Rollins? For real. Uh, here's here's what was stopping him. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes charisma to move. Um, so, yeah. Uh, my fear I wanted to bring up uh, is AJ Styles the new, hey, this is like our best working guy that's just going to put everybody over. He's going to be the guy who makes everyone look great. Um, although Cena doesn't necessarily need that these days. So I'm just looking forward to these two going fucking nuts. True. I, I am I am hopeful of that. Uh, and I'm There's also no I'm way glad. in ever loving hell AJ comes out on top of that feud. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because that no, would mean TNA not. wins. And we can't have that, god damn it. <laughs> Yeah, because that's really going to matter. I don't know, man. Tope, what'd you, did you, I'm guessing you watched it. What'd you think? <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I just, like, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I just, I don't care about fucking 10 months from now since they don't. I was going to enjoy a really fucking good match that's coming and probably a decent build up because AJ Styles is. Fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get upset now about something that's... Or later that's happening. Wait, no, I'm saying that again. I'm not going to accept now, but something that's going to happen later. If he becomes the job guy, then our job is the stars, and whatever. Who cares? 
I just want to see him do some flippy shit. Oh, we're going to get to flippy shit in a minute. Widen? <laughs> um, are, we ta- are we talking about Seth Rollins, or are we talking about AJ Styles? AJ. I, I, I would hope they're not doing that to him. I mean, I read that they've told him that they have bigger things planned for him. So, but but you you, you got to admit, right off the bat, coming in to to WWE, I mean, yeah, he had to go through the whole thing with Jericho, but now he's had two quality matches with Reigns. He's got a quality program with Cena, even though it's even though it's looking like that, it may lead up to something better. But now as I say that, Bray Wyatt is in my brain. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Well I'm but here's hoping. Gotcha. And I take that back, thinking about Bray Wyatt. No, I, d- I don't want this to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want this. I uh, I am super glad that the the club is actually showing like real aggression and not give a fuckitude. Yeah, which is what they should be doing. The yeah, that's what you bought. That's the brand you bought. <laughs> Is is just <laughs> fucking a, a group that annihilates people. That's what you bought. It's I like buying know. a fucking fucking Porsche and and cutting the bottom of it and using it as a fucking Flintstone car. <laughs> I do love the concept of, of they signed Bullet Club and within six months Roman Reigns and John Cena both beating them. I mean. <laughs> Because it's not theirs, man. God damn it. Never doubt them for a second. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking. Uh, Here's the thing. Instead of. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Real quick. Instead of going out and buying the super fucking hot thing that everyone loves and then squashing it, make something super fucking cool. Cooler. Make it cooler. But they didn't make it to begin with. Make your own thing that's cooler than that. They, They made the Usos. The Usos are better. They are so much cooler. That five-hour energy commercial, so cool. <laughs> uh, brings, brings it back to the days of Stacker 5 commercials. Remember those? Is this Stacker love, 5 or Stacker 2? nothing about them. What was that? Ah! Are you <laughs> really that? about to do this? Uh, you don't have to. And now this is Podswoggles. Of the week. I love the WWE Stacker 5 commercials. I think it was Stacker 2. <laughs> it was some bullshit, like, right aid energy shot drink thing. That, of course, Vince got in with. And so they would make, like, all these specific WWE commercials. And there was one that was, like, Taz with, like, his mafia friends at, like, a, at, like, a delicatessen. Like, hey, you know what helps me lose weight? Stacker 5. And then, like, they're fucking Goombas. And then, like, Trish Stratus making double entendres and Scotty Too Hotty fucking squirting Stacker 2 out of his ass in the front of Christopher's mouth. <laughs> They were so, and every single fucking week on what was the name of that show, Toby? Confidential. 
Yes, yes, the, the WWE Com- Confidential. Yes, they would show like a behind-the-scenes commercial of this shitty fucking thing. <laughs> it was like, oh man, this is a really good I- like opportunity to like show my acting chops. Like, shut up, Road Dog. No, it's not. <laughs> this is you saying the same bullshit catchphrases, but about a stupid bumblebee fucking mascotted energy drink. All right. So no shit, Stacker 2, still totally a thing. Wait, really? <laughs> Stacker2.com. They do, they do energy shots. Uh, there's also, like, the pills. There's Stacker 3. There's Swarm. There's Yellow Hornet. Blackjacks. Um, this is going to be the payoff to a bet, right? Having to drink a Stacker 2? Oh, or take Stacker 2. <laughs> Or numerous Stacker 2s. So I just image searched WWF Stacker 2, and the first image I see is Edge and Christian walking down the street with a Stacker 2 bottle with arms and legs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I go just the regular all search, there is a Stacker 2YJ Triple H commercial, a Kane one, a Trish Stratus one, a Big Show one with Kenny Wallace, whoever the fuck that is. Stacker2.com, y'all. God. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> uh, AJ Styles. Right. Uh, some... <laughs> oh, we're talking about the Usos. Tope, you were going to ask a question. Oh, yeah. Just as quick as possible, someone who <clears throat> knows the bare minimum, what... It's going to sound like weird, but what is the Bullet Club? Like, what's, what, was their, what was their thing? They're just like American invaders and... Japan, and they did the fucking suck it and the too sweet, and they were like, were they just like a parody esque of the NWO and DX, or like what's what is their thing? There's you, you know you hit it all. I mean, yeah, their aesthetic, their aesthetic is um, cool shirt and a mashup, like a girl talk version of DX and NWO, but their uh, premise is this foreign group that uh, that spits in the face of Japanese customs and traditions. So, you know, they, they'll they speak exclusively. Like, the big thing about uh, Kenny Omega when he joined the Bullet Club was he would always cut promos in Japanese, and he stopped doing that to spit in the face of those who don't want to be Japanese or do want to be Japanese. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, that's... On on two levels, what they're about. So it doesn't quite work here, is what you're saying. Well, that's that's what I was asking. Like, how, how does that translate? Because I know they're in Ring of Honor, but like, how does that translate to WWE? Yeah, across seas, it really just translates into being another NWO slash DX, and just right. being this um, authority hating, fucking attitude filled, super kick jizzing group (laughs) (laughs) well that's why like i forget like way back when somebody had made a comment that like they should have done the opposite they should have had like they should have signed nakamura you know and like brought up like him and tommy and like a third you know japanese guy and had them been you know the same thing but you know the the flip-flop and not you know do the normal stereotype wwf thing but kind of like switch it up in that regard which i thought was a clever idea of course, they're not going to do it, but um, you know, it would have been something different. So I see your point, Topa, in that it's kind of 
like why is it why does it matter because you know they're just we we see this all the time so yeah i mean mine was an honest question i just really didn't know so it was an honest question i'm like oh shit i accidentally made a point <laughs> yeah I did want to point out real quick, uh, I just wanted to read this, because it's obviously a bullshit list, but it keeps getting fucking, like, leaked everywhere about, um, like, the rumored bland, brand split rosters. Um, so I just wanted to, like, read it and, like, you guys to listen to it and, like, kind of gauge how it sounds. I forgot I wanted to do this. So for Raw, JBL, Colin Saxon are the commentators, and then the, the bringing it announcer and backstage interview was Lillian Garcia and Renee Young. For Raw, it would be, and this is in no particular order, it's just how it's written, The Miz and Maurice, Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Enzo and Cass, Dean Ambrose, John Cena, Paige, Del Rio, gotta keep those two together, uh, Neville, Chris Jericho, The Dudleys, Summer Rae, Kalisto, Primo and Epico, Zack Ryder, Naomi, Sankara, Seamus, The Usos, Dolph Ziggler, The Ascension, Nikki Bella, The Social Outcasts, and then here's where it gets funky. Bailey, Nakamura, The Revival, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Bobby Roode, Deo Atami, Liv Morgan, Blake and Murphy, and Elias Sampson. What, what show was that? That would have been Raw. Jesus fucking, who's Raw. left? Yeah, who's left, first of all? Smackdown. <laughs> Five people. <laughs> Big show. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Impromptu game. Name me who I didn't say. <laughs> Kane. Right. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. This. Oh, SmackDown's Kane, gonna suck. Big show. So here's Smack. You didn't say. You already said Bray Wyatt. Holy fuck. So Kevin Owens. Rusev. Yeah. So Rusev and Lana. New Day, Apollo Crews, Becky Lynch, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, The Vaud Villains, The Wyatt Family, Baron Corman, Emma, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Anderson and Gallows, Randy Orton, Dana Brooke, Big Show, Titus O'Neil, Tyson Kidd, like heat matters, uh, Alicia Fox, Natalia, Darren Young, Bob Backlund's on SmackDown, Goldust and R-Truth, Kane, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger, Tamina, Eva Marie, Finn Balor, Peyton Royce, Ty Dillinger, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Hell Austin yeah. Aries, Mojo Raleigh, Billy Ooh. Kay, Nia Jax, and No Way Jose. Wow. One main eventer there with No Way Jose, but shit. Well, one <laughs> so, and a half with so Johnny Gargano. Yeah. So obviously, that list is bullshit. <laughs> the, I mean, better be bullshit because that's yeah. stupid. The one, the one. The one thing I will say about that whole list is SmackDown's the quality of divas between Raw and SmackDown is just lopsided, and uh, Raw immensely better. And plus, on SmackDown, you really only have Becky Lynch and Natalia as your as your face divas, and <clears throat> against five heel divas, and that's They're it. Women now. Witten, sorry, <laughs> I keep sorry. doing it too. I, I'll come. It's going to take a little while to get that out of my vernacular. Um, so the, yeah, those are my only things. The, the only thought that crossed my mind throughout all of that is, man, they should put the Miz and Maurice with Rusev and Lana and call them the double date. <laughs> God, that was that. 
is almost as bad as that entire Dolph Ziggler program last year. Just that one concept. <laughs> also, uh, also how this is bullshit. Uh, the SmackDown backstage announcer listed here as Funaki. <laughs> yes. Hey man, he's doing Japanese commentary. Which I'm fine with that happening again, but uh, I just I forgot I'd seen that list and wanted to bring it up. Yo, uh, right. man, what if they get Yoshi on commentary? Yes. <laughs> oh god, I will steal. Yo, Augie, I know you ain't gonna watch any fucking New Japan ever, but if you ever do, make sure Yoshi Tatsu's on commentary. It is as bad as you would think it is. Okay. It is, it is so goddamn bad. It's wonderful. Uh, All he's saying, of, okay, was just a sample of Yoshitatsu's commentary. <laughs> like, straight, <laughs> you know, like, a complicated, like, question. And be like, that is right. Thanks, uh, Yoshi. <laughs> he's monster speaking, from the Major League movies. <laughs> speaking, speaking of New Japan, uh, I am calling it right now. Uh, my first two draft picks are Ricochet and Osprey. You cannot select either one of them. They are mine. I called it. Which leads well, in the last thing we're going to talk about today. <laughs> somebody doesn't want storytelling in their fucking fed. So, uh, so Augie, in my so, bed, fed. <laughs> no story. Story time in the bed is going to be for Augie and Tope's bet. Um, oh, are you more like of a, of a flippy flippy? Or are you more like a storyteller? <laughs> Sean Michaels. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, perfect. Uh, I, like, I, I, can't, I like the thing on a technical. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Gotta he's slap a, he, a hold on and work it, man. <laughs> he's a mat technician. <laughs> I get I get a bitch in a headlock for like 30 minutes. You're a, oh, you're a headlock master. <laughs> I'm a titty master. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so this past weekend, Augie, for the best of the Super Juniors tournament in uh, a New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ricochet and Will Ospreay done tore the internet afire, uh, and had one smorgasbord, like, it's been getting, like, legitimate news coverage on, like, how insane it was. Uh, Send me the link, please? Yeah, uh, just, just hit him up with gifts for right now. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, we'll do that, but also... Uh, Mullet, when you're putting the episode together, put a link to um, the actual YouTube because uh, uh, New Japan released the entire match in high def on YouTube because yes. of all the talk that it's been getting. Yeah, put a link. Yeah, I will definitely do that. Uh, and it's kind of created and started a debate, which I know which side of the way Augie and I think most of us are gonna be on. But Vader and like a couple other, like a lot, of, like some internet people were, like, complaining about the match that it had no psychology and was nothing but gymnastics and acrobatics for the sake of acrobatics and didn't tell any story. And now a lot of the independent contingent and other people are claiming that it doesn't matter, that it's, you know, whatever, it's art, whatever way art. It's become this, like, big hullabaloo, uh, which I'll just say, my two cents, has totally taken over the fact that it was an incredible display no matter what your feelings are of it, it is it is a technically almost flawless performance. Um, and if, if it's what you're into, it's what you're into. If it's not, it's not. It's fucking wrestling. Everyone doesn't love Shakara. Everyone doesn't fucking love 
strong style. Everyone doesn't like fucking raw. So whatever you like is what you like. Um, but it's created this controversy. So I wanted to bring it up and see if anybody had any unique takes on it. Um, or, or kind of, or kind of tell one person or another or one contingent to shut the fuck up or however they want to do it. So if anyone wants to tackle the subject, floor is yours. I mean, I can, I can go first. Uh, one, Vader's just a hating ass bitch. Um, cause he, you know, you can't, he can't pop a Japanese crowd like that anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, look, when it boils down to it, I, I watched the whole match. Uh, the crowd fucking ate it up. They loved it. And this is a Japanese crowd. They're super reserved. Uh, seriously, like, you can watch that whole match and just watch the fucking crowd. There's, like, people in suits. They have the, mm-hmm. the, the, the face masks and stuff like that, the medical masks. Like, there's just, like, really, there's just, like, such a weird demographic. That's fascinating all on its own. Because um, you don't really get to see the crowd at, like, Wrestle Kingdom or whatever. Um, sorry, that was a weird tangent. Um, no, you're, no, you're, no, you're right. Uh, but, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, that's all that matters, is if the crowd is enjoying what they're seeing. Um, and also, it was kind of artistic. If anything, it reminded me of sort of like an anime fight. And that's maybe, like, what they were going for since it was, like, in Japan and all. Um, also, it's not even any different. Like, they've done shit like that before, like, in Evolve and stuff. Um, and chances are the, the the critics and people who are naysaying it are only watching these GIFs and not actually watching the whole match. The rest of the match was a, a fucking regular lightweight match. Um yep. And it, it did. It told its story, especially at the end. The end told a hell of a story. Um, it's just what lightweight matches are now. Like, not just the, 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 the art of wrestling is evolving. Like, I just have this fucking crackpot theory that, like, humans are evolving. Like... Who fucking whoever was the most athletic twenty years ago, like Rey Mysterio, twenty years ago probably couldn't figure out how to do the shit that they're doing now, right? Like hundred percent agree. Just straight up human evolution is happening right before right. our eyes. Just any, same thing, just look same at any, thing any, in, any in basketball, any sport. Steph yeah, Curry exactly. shouldn't any be sport. able to fucking make those shots like he is, but he's he's human evolution in basketball. Any any freaking sport. I mean, even uh, I mean, hockey, it goes for that in hockey, obviously, and the, the football. I mean, just look yeah. at some of the shit. It's, just, it's the same. They're faster. They're quicker. They're stronger. They're everything. They have better resources and better uh, uh, like ways to take, take care of themselves. So yeah, yeah. I that's exactly the way I feel, and that's the way. It, it, like, if you want it to fucking the AWA fucking rest hold style match is not going to bring anything in and selling and telling a story of course has its place and is vital in wrestling but sometimes it's okay to suspend your disbelief a little bit more and i think that is in one of those cases and, uh, topic. Oh, go ahead, Rich. Sorry, and also just like when you look at you know another knock on it is that it's so choreographed. It's like, well, 
fuck, dude. They probably like worked hard on that. Like, even if it is choreographed, like that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> too. It's super creative and imaginative to do that. Um, and also, if I see a goddamn bear hug in a light heavyweight match, I'm gonna fucking barf out my nipples. <laughs> Tope or Witten, any uh, any insight? The uh, the Tope, you want to go ahead? Yeah, all I was gonna say is like, I'm I would watch any strong style match in the history of time and be entertained every time. But everyone who's like, oh, wrestling needs to be like this. Like, if you want to go to the fucking edge of it, it's like, isn't it? Takes talent, but I could fucking punch someone in the head really hard. Yeah, like it's pretty fucking easy. And if that's what gets a pop, like there's a just because you can be athletic doesn't mean that you're not good or talented. It's kind of like how all the like you guys are talking about the NBA now. It's like all the older guys are like, oh, all these guys are they're so much worse and not as tough as we were. It's like no, they just evolve. It's different. You the old one- fucks. <laughs> the one question I will ask, and, and if anybody knows it, Mullet or Rich, you guys probably would. Uh, before that match, how many times uh, had Ricochet and Osprey uh, wrestled each other? I think just once, right, like during WrestleMania weekend at like one of the Evolve shows. Really? And see, and I think I could be wrong, but to my understanding, I think that's it. But see, here here's the thing about that stories are better told with people who have a better rapport with one another, with people who have a history of wrestling with one, with one another. If that's the two styles that Ricochet and Osprey, or any wrestler for that matter, if they have a style of just going out there and just being the most athletic person in that ring, story be damned, then let them do that. You have to, the wrestlers have to do what they can do. And there are wrestlers who are gifted athletically and there are wrestlers who can tell that story but one but a wrestler shouldn't have to change what they're good at to suit to suit to suit other people so yeah if that's what they do let them do what they're good at and that was part of the story that they were telling was these are the two most not to say flippy but flippy athletic guys out there and trying to one-up each other in everything that they do and did. And then egging each other on and, and, and vocalizing that, as I know Osprey did, cussing up a fucking storm, because it's yeah. Japan, why not? You know, that was the story and the psychology that they were using. So it's not, it's not devoid of anything. Just people uh, just don't understand or get that. Uh, also... Vader fucking wishes he could be Charles Barkley. Man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you guys have no idea how many times at work I say, man, go fuck yourself, and nobody gets it. Here's, here's what they have to do. Again, so same way instead of Tope. You have to imagine Charles Barkley is sitting at like the Rio in Vegas and just lost <laughs> 500 grand in one hand of blackjack. <laughs> It is just so pissed off and depressed. Um, all right, cool. I just wanted to bring it up and kind of like talk about it because it's kind of like a big story right now. Um, did anybody else have anything news related they wanted to discuss? I uh, I have one question for Augie. So okay. so Augie, uh, yesterday WWE announced 
No, I'm sorry, guys. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. WWE announced uh, 2K17. Oh, yes. In, in which they announced uh, which wrestler can be obtained if you pre order the game. Hashtag. <clears throat> <laughs> Any, any, uh, any guesses? If you pre-order, you can get this wrestler who's not normally part of the roster, but I guess the special features. Uh, so you might be close if I do this. Here's Augie trying to name three random wrestlers. Poor son of a bitch. Augie, name me three wrestlers right now. Go. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, fucking God damn it. The same ones keep coming to my freaking mind. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. The, the Arn Anderson. No. Uh, the, the, the Soldier Ant. Uh, the, the classy Freddy Blassie. <laughs> So no, none of that, huh? No. <laughs> well, what are the three names that always come to your head? The same fucking, like, whole one Barry Darso. Every fucking time. I don't know why. It's only in this fucking, when you guys do that shit to me, it's always him. Um, and Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. Well, and, well, it's not it's not any of them, but he's going to come out. You usually say Gilbert in that. He does. That's who it's going to be? <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh, other okay. one. The real one. Oh, okay. Uh, Goldberg. I get for him. So Ryback 1.0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in which, in which everyone, everyone who watched the commercial caught the quote-unquote Easter egg at the end. Oh yeah, the, the like the the police car that he's in, the reflection of the glass is Suplex mm-hmm. City. Yeah, I, I caught it right right off the bat. I'm Man. Like Easter egg. Get ready for that hot Goldberg Lesnar too. Ooh, baby. I really yeah. hope I really hope they just move by move redo the WrestleMania twenty match. <laughs> <laughs> just a shot by shot like fucking Gus Van Zant psycho. Shot by shot remake. Except there's still like an awkward masturbation scene. It's a great movie joke, no one's gonna get it. <laughs> Wait, which movie is this? So, so the 1998, the 1998 Psycho remake is like a shot-by-shot remake of Psycho. The only thing that Gus Van Sant added, added in that movie is a weird scene where Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates like masturbates to Anne Hayes through a peephole. And it's like, why, why the fuck did we have to add that to the movie? So now I'm just envisioning Goldberg jerking off the Brock Lesnar through people. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna be next. Oh fuck! It's just... Oh boy. Yeah. So think of Goldberg masturbating when you go to sleep tonight. Uh, I had one last thing um, that I wanted to ask somebody about, um, just because I- I've been meaning to bring it up and we haven't discussed it. Um, Rich, can you conjure some spirits for me? Conjure some spirits. Or I don't know. I don't know what he's classified as nowadays. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask somebody about the work he's been doing. 
Uh, I think he's just more so kind of like a trans-dimensional being that kind of right. can like pop into to bodies or like take different forms and stuff. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but um, yeah, hold on. Let me light some candles. This is Podswoggle. And... Oh, shit! And his real-life swerve of the week. Bro. Vinny Rue. How are we doing? My favorite crew with Vinny Rue. That's the name of the new show. Put it on Fuse TV. Rich, get to work on the Vince Russo podcast. Uh, fucking, all right, whatever. He'll last a couple months like he does everywhere else. <laughs> That's what I'm good for. I'm a guaranteed three-month contract. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to keep you long, Mr. Russo. Just, I, I, I've seen this online a bunch of times, and I don't think I've ever asked you about it, and I just wanted to be on the record. So I didn't know you were taking indie bookings. Bro, I'm a worker, you know? Like, to be able to write, you got to be able to put yourself in the shoes of these wrestlers that are going up and down the highways and the byways, bro. So there is there is a clip... From a few months ago, I think is what it is, uh, where you were wearing your famous like hockey gear again or football. I don't remember what outfit you were wearing. It, it's it's a, a a sport jersey setup, and you're in a fucking wrestling ring working against Grado, which is just funny to begin with. And well, there's a there's a wonderful clip of you. Vince Russo, uh, taking an RKO from Greater. Everyone knows who the RKO is, right? You somehow managed to take a back bump for an RKO. Bro, first of all, that Grado kid, hilarious. You can't understand a word he's saying. He talks so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. And second of all, of course you take a back bump during an RKO. Duh! <laughs> why, why? Why is that? <laughs> well, because when he brings your leg down over your neck, like you can't be on on your stomach. That's an RKO. No, 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 no. Leg down. What are you thinking of? Of a uh, Randall Keith Orton? Yeah. <laughs> That's the name <laughs> of the move. That he does. Bro, do you even watch wrestling, bro? (laughs) Yes, I do. All right, then get your names together. Get your moves right. God, bro. Look, this is coming from the guy that knew what the fuck soft was. Why you gotta go there? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm I'm sorry. I'm just... I, I just... I want. I, I'm surprised. Look, you quit. You vacated the WCW Heavyweight Title due to concussion problems. Fifteen years before, it was cool to do that, and now you're back in the ring taking diamond cutters and RKO. I'm worried about you. That's all. One, I'm a visionary. Two, I gotta put food <laughs> on the table for me to eat in front of my children and in front of my wife to show them how to eat food. Three, it's it's in my bones. I love this business, and I will give everything I can to it, and nothing to the Sports Legacy Institute. Oh, so you're so you're not donating your brain 
when um when it's when it's your time. That's like a Hall of Fame for brains, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Kind of. Like all the best brains in wrestling are going there, right? Uh, Mick Foley, Matt Morgan. Yeah. And and to say that I don't have one of the best minds in wrestling is greatly offensive to me. So if anything, I deserve my own wing in the Sports Legacy Institute. Oh boy. You're you're gonna you're gonna get a a wing somewhere. Probably a chicken wing. And I'm sorry if you were setting up that swerve. Um make sure everyone take the time to watch that bump I just sent everybody. <laughs> Again, I will I will link that in the uh, the information. It, it's it's a great bump, Mister Russo. Really, it is. I mean, I I I, I could do better, but um. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> God, I didn't know this one was in slow motion. It looks like death. <laughs> it was death. I saw death. I died for three seconds, and guess who was there to greet me at the pearly gates? Who? Edit out the silence while I think of a good name. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Russo, I thought it would be Ernie the Cat Lad. Isn't he your favorite wrestler? Big Cat Ernie Lad. He only said it 700 times. (laughs) Ernie the Cat Lad. He's a good lad. Yeah, how is it not the big cat Ernie Ladd, Mr. Russo? Hold on. <laughs> I'm leaving this in now. <laughs> Look. Hey, hey, do we have to give you... Hey, Vince Russo, give me three random wrestlers. <laughs> the big cat Ernie Ladd. Uh, 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 t- uh, Tony DeVito. <laughs> and... Uh, Eric B and Rakim. (laughs) Only Ernie Ladd is dead. But, and look, Ernie Ladd was there. The big cat Ernie Ladd, totally in heaven. And at the right hand of the father. All right, Mr. Russo, just look, just just take care of yourself. Don't be working too much. You know, you have a family to, to take care of. I know that's what you're out there bumping and working for, but I'm just worried about you. That's all. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I appreciate you worrying about me. I'm going to be fine. I will live in infamy. And, and like I was saying, the person to meet me at the pearly gates was Taylor Negron. <laughs> what? <laughs> you had five minutes, and that's the only name you can come up with. Get the fuck out! <laughs> I'm offended now. Get Believe me or not, it's what happened. So take that or leave it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Goodbye, Mr. Russo. Who? Did you want me to say Dennis Fariner? Please, <laughs> <laughs> somebody with an A at the end of it. Yes. All right. Fine. Bye. Wait, is Dennis Farina dead? Shit! I should have asked him. <laughs> yeah, I believe he is. Yes, he's oh, dead. No.
God damn it, now I'm sad. He always leaves. Me sad. Alrighty. Anything else? Oh. Got everything off my list. Perfect. Nope, you have anything else? Um, there's probably something big we're forgetting, but eh, probably just not important. Oh, oh, wait, one, one quick question I want to ask Tope. Hey, Tope, how do you feel about Matt Hardy being Willow now? No, 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 no. There's only one Willow. There will only be one Willow. <laughs> Matt Hardy really Willow? Like, for good? Because that's not, no. He, well, yeah, I mean, he dressed up as Willow and he's acting crazy, like, Willow. <laughs> this goes to show how much we're watching TNA that none of the rest of us can chime in. And with <laughs> yeah, he like he's like doing this, and we're like, sure, that's got to be it. Look, yeah, that. When, when did you watch TNA? I saw a clip on YouTube and a picture on Twitter. That's it. <laughs> Look, <laughs> so he is the preeminent expert at the moment on TNA. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Get up. That doesn't mean anything. Jeff Jeff Hardy's Willow. Matt Hardy's Willow. You're Willow. I'm Willow. We're all Willow. <laughs> because when I'm you go down the rabbit hole and you come back up with a carrot! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and when the dealer it. hits, you don't bust, but you go balloon. Man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Richard, you're killing us. You're trying to fucking kill us. <laughs> I had to make up for it. Rich, can we do like an all rich podcast where it's just you talking to yourself for like the whole episode? I'll die. Yeah. It was the- <laughs> It was the it was the rumble me. that he did by himself. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. I think that's going to do it for today. Uh, before I get into the plugs, I want to officially announce uh, the next Twitch tournament tentatively will be June twenty eighth. After I return from my cruise, uh, uh, nine o'clock Eastern. Here are the current, depending on what I can find, money in the bank matchups. And one money in the bank, it will be. Fire Marshal Bill, or some form of a firefighter. Seth Rollins, Christian, the British Bulldog, Chris Jericho, and Hodor in one Money in the Bank. Hodor. 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 Money in the Bank 2, Shane McMahon, Scott Hall, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Willow Smith. Which will either be Willow or Will Smith dressed as Willow. (laughs) Hell yeah. And then the third money in the bank will be Bobby Bonilla, Dontro Willis, or Michael Jordan. <laughs> Edge, Shawn Michaels, Cesaro, New Jack, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, can I just make mine Michael Jordan? You just want to make a Michael Jordan? Yeah, because he don't need a ladder. Oh. Airness, dog. <clears throat> If I find Bobby Bonilla, I'm making it Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> 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 There's no fans or butts. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We encourage you, as always, to check us out on ArcadeAudio.net, along with the other shows in our network of podcasts, including the brand new show that just debuted. Uh, Rich can talk a little bit uh, in a minute about the successful launch party for Humanoid Resources. Uh, that's now up and available for you to uh, to listen to on ArcadeAudio.net, as well as our other uh, sites like iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio, just like Podswoggle. Subscribe to the show, get your podcast automatically, leave us five stars in a review, we'll read it on the show. Send us your thoughts, potswoggle at gmail.com, and also follow us on social media, at Potswoggle on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Reach out to us, we will reach back. Rich, how did Humanoid Resources the launch party go? That was a lot of dumb fun, man. Um, yeah, just people dressing up like like dumb aliens and robots it was great uh it was it was was a lot of fun um thanks to everyone who came out and uh, everyone who subscribed if you haven't yet um let's check that out if you're into that kind of thing like science fiction comedy stuff like that um and that'll be coming out bi-weekly as well, just like our father. Uh, and yeah, ArcadeAudio.net, Arcade underscore audio um, on Twitter. Uh, and shit, um, we can probably announce this because the, the date is set in, is official. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've, been, you've been asking for it. Literally, I'm not making this up. People have been asking for this and not just us. Um, Podslam 2016 will be taking place. We're moving the date this year, obviously, because last, the last date passed. Um, September 24th, 2016, in Chicago, Illinois. Pod Slam 2016. Mark your calendars. It's going to be fucking party. It's the second Pod Slam, so that means we have to do it in three different cities, technically. Nope. No, we don't. No, I mean, I think that's the next... I mean, if we're not going to have multiple shows, I think nope. that... Doing a multi city. Uh-uh. I'm just trying to give you as many nope. heart attacks as I can. Stop. Nope. You, no, it's not, no, no, we don't do that. I will be here in Orlando commentating with Elvira for Pod Slam 2016. <laughs> All right, look. If we can get Elvira, you could stay in Orlando. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to work on it. I'm sure she's cheap. I also wanted to uh, tentatively announce um, the idea that I kind of had for you guys uh, that I was like teasing uh, online the other day. Uh, so, of course, from the Podswoggle title tournament, um, we have tournaments going on every single month now. So, for our annual fall tournament, I'm actually retiring the annual fall tournament because we already have tournaments that are going on every single month for the Podswoggle title and its own unique thing. But so, what I'm instead doing is I'm combining two things um, together for what our second bonus point is going to be in Pickums. I don't know the date, but it'll be sometime in October before. Uh, WWE 2K17 comes out. But I'm bringing Swoggle Mania back. But Swoggle Mania is not going to be Rich and I commentating on WrestleMania matches of past, unfortunately. It is going to be our annual supercard on WWE 2K of matches from people that we've seen throughout the year in Podswoggle title tournaments and matches that we can just generate from Podswoggle itself every single year that we will be doing pickums on <laughs> airing live on the show. And I want to go ahead and announce officially the first match for Swoggle Mania. I'm going to try to do this like about every every couple weeks or so. Swoggle Mania 3 technically in October will have the bear from the revenant versus Chewbacca. Hell yeah. We're That's booking a hot the territory. start. 
Just just going to throw that out there. So that's the kind of stuff you have to look forward to come October. Swaggle Mania 3. Also, I love that we're going to have to do pick-ums and you're going to have to choose between Chewbacca and the bear from The Revenant. So we're going to look out for that. But until then, Widden, any final thoughts? I want everybody to make a mental note of this. Make a mental note right now. Tuesday, May 31st at 11.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the end of the year podcast. My match of the year is Sexy Star versus Mariposa in the No Moss match. All right. That match was hyped to the nth degree. Fuck you! Oh my gosh. Just when everybody erupted when she screamed that. Oh, I I got chills. I got chills the first time I watched it. It was it was awesome. And Piro pooped. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Vampiro just pooped again. <laughs> bro, bro, I shit my pants, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, brother, I'm shitting my pants like every 15 minutes. Augie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Uh, well, actually, this will be the last time I'm going to probably. Say it's not Podswaggle related, but uh, make sure you hit up, if you can, donate some money to GoFundMe.com slash HockeyRink. Actually, we were able to already update, um, replace the awnings. The scoreboard is going to be fixed on uh, Thursday coming up. I'm going to redo the fencing, repaint the boards, do a bunch of shit. So if you guys can go to that, that would be awesome. And the last two things really quick. One, it, well, they're both going to be requests. One, if I... <sighs> If you guys had to pick any show, uh, wrestling-related, on the WWE Network that I should pick up or I should start watching, what would you pick? I'm going to trump it because I actually went and binged all of them. The Edge and Christian show is really funny. After the first ep- after the first episode. There's still a couple clunkers every now and then, but it's, it's, it's really well done. Okay. Definitely looking for something to start watching. And and I I haven't finished Breaking Ground, and I don't know if I want to or if it's worth it, so I might just pick up the Edge and Christian show. Yeah, no, finish Breaking Ground. Any others? Oh, yeah. Anybody else? I've only seen seen Breaking Ground. Um, And uh, Table for Three. Yeah, that was going to be mine, is Table for Three. Yeah, table for, okay. for for you, I would say pick and choose which ones you would want to watch, because um, some of them are a little dull. But um, and I think you would like Camp WWE, Augie. <laughs> Is this probably because I picked SpongeBob for my uh, my Twitch pick? Yeah, but SpongeBob doesn't tell you like go fuck yourself. So yeah, ah, okay. Um, have you <laughs> also, have you watched Legends House? No. Fucking watch Legends House, man. It's good. Yeah. Actually, I, I saw two episodes of it. Enough to see how fucking batshit crazy Jim Duggan is. Yeah. That should yeah. be fucking sales enough to, to... That should sell you enough to go watch the rest of it. Absolutely. All right, cool. So that was my one request. My second request, since this is technically a news podcast and we didn't get any news... This is my 
Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, but I hit the ground running, makes me feel alive. From Shakara, Mullet, can you give us a five sentence update on Shakara? Five sentences? <laughs> oh no, wait, no, 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 let's go to three, let's go to three. Yeah. I always do that. I do the same thing to Tope all the time too. I'm like, Tope, give me five random facts about Garrett Bischoff. I just don't know the difference between three and five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Here, there's the real Augie sense that we wanted. Um, uh, so, updates. Uh, the King of Trios this year has a Pokemon theme. <laughs> uh, I think I already mentioned it, but Shikara had a battle royal that Snitsky was in, but it needs to be reiterated. I know, fuck it, I'll give you five. Uh, the, the main storyline, the, the world title feud in Shikara is going to be between two women between Princess Kimberly and Heidi Lovelace, which is just fucking awesome. Uh, remember when I talked about the Devastation Corporation guy, Blaster McMassive, getting... No, Match Smashmaster getting fired. That apparently was just a work, so he'll probably be back. Even though he called Shakara a bunch of pussies. And their entire theme for the whole year uh, for, naming pod, uh, for naming shows is based on sequels. And I really, really love the fact that they have a, a show coming up called Cruise Control. <laughs> uh, I'll also add add one. Um, Chuck Taylor most recently wrestled as oh, yes. Hardwood Rich Mahogany. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you. I meant to set that aside and I totally forgot. Oh, man. Uh, so yes. that's, that's what we need is a Chuck Taylor name watch. Yes. Very true. Was that your so you have two powers left, Augie, for the next uh, for the next uh, next couple podcasts? Two shows. Yeah, two shows. That's fine. Uh, That's Rich, final thoughts. Uh, uh, no, nah, man. Just um, again, arcadeaudio.net, and uh, keep an eye out for more pot slam news. And Tope, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to Sasha Banks. Apologies to redacted number of girls I've had sex with. <laughs> and follow me on Snapchat. Uh, Tope at a banjo. I went to it and I'm drunk. <laughs> and for the girls. <laughs> you're so socially... You're so active like on social media when you're drunk, apparently, Tope. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start Instagram, too. So you have, you have Snapchat and Twitter. Let's jump on that Instagram while you're fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, I might. I'll, I'll start all accounts for when I'm drunk. <laughs> Love it. And then I, if I think if you do that, your numbers will rise. Mm. Oh, those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something will rise. <laughs> hey. For Augie, for Widden, for Rich, for Tope, this is Mullet. I'm out for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. We are slogging off. Oh, they also had a back in the habit. It's got Ophidian as a nun. <laughs> I need to catch up. Gonna build me a shack, Lord, by the railroad yard. Gonna build me a shack, Lord, by the old railroad yard. Don't come looking for me unless you plan on.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.